everyone. Dave Palais with my son, Josh Palais. Last week, we did an NFL 2020 mock draft show. Obviously, the draft started on Thursday. It was an interesting few days if you're an NFL fan. I think right now with the coronavirus going on, everyone was just looking for something that involves sports. And what better sport than the NFL? It was interesting starting on Thursday, almost right off the bat, Josh. Very interesting. Not many trades, but a lot of receivers taken. We'll get into all that today. All right. We'll start off right here in the AFC West. We know right now where we're at based out of San Diego, that a lot of people pay attention to what's going on in the AFC West. You still have a bunch of Chiefs fans, the Super Bowl champs. You have the Raiders, you have the Chargers, and, of course, a ton of Bronco fans here as well. We'll start off with the team that left San Diego first. We'll get right to it. The Chargers, we don't know who their guy was, but it seemed like all along their guy was Justin Herbert. He wasn't. He was available with the sixth pick. The other guy, Tua, wasn't available at number five. So when you look at what the Chargers had to do, they said, we're going to go with the quarterback or we're going to go with another position. They obviously decided to go with the quarterback, Justin Herbert, and Tom Telesco, from everything you saw, looked like that was his guy all along. Unfortunately, I think they should have traded up to three with the Detroit Lions because Jeff Okuda would have been there at six and you could have got two of them. You would have lost your second and third round pick, but they ended, lose, ended up losing those picks anyway with Kenneth Murray, the guy they ended up taking the first round as well. I gave the Chargers a B-minus for that reach right there with Kenneth Murray. What do you think about their picks? I tell you what, I was very disappointed with Justin Herbert. Again, Tom Telesco's the pro. He's the one that says he's the guy to lead our franchise. He's the one that he believes will be the next Charger quarterback for years to come, kind of the way Phillip Rivers was that guy for so many years. For me, I'm just not a Justin Herbert fan. It's not a hatred because you and I are Alabama fans. It's one of those things, what did Justin Herbert do in big games? And the stat that you pointed out to me was he never threw for more than one touchdown pass against quality teams. Even in the Rose Bowl, where they had that nice win against Wisconsin this year, he didn't throw for any touchdown passes. He ran for three, but he didn't throw for one. And the one thing about the NFL, unless you're Lamar Jackson, they don't want your quarterbacks running a lot because they need those guys to be durable. You keep talking about Justin Herbert and his potential. Not just you, but everybody else wants to talk about his potential He doesn't win. Like you said, if you're not going to win in the Pac-12, how are you going to win in the NFL? I don't like the pick at all. As I said, a B-. minus. Next up, the Broncos. They took Jerry Judy with the first pick. What do you think of their draft? I love the fact that Jerry Judy was there. Shocked by that. I thought for sure Jerry Judy was going to go sooner. I thought there were teams that were going to grab him, possibly even the Browns, the Raiders, the 49ers. I didn't think in a million years you'd see Jerry Judy available at 15 to the Broncos. They need help at receiver. They have Cortland Sutton Sutton on the other side. Jerry Judy, my opinion, was the best receiver in the draft. He kind of reminds me of a slower version. not saying he's slow but a slower version of Antonio Brown. I thought for sure that was the reason why the Raiders were trying to get him. But overall, when you look at what the Broncos did, not a huge fan of their entire draft. Jerry Judy is the only one out there that I'm going, he's a guy. Everyone else to me kind of seemed like a John Elway reach. And John Elway hasn't been good at this in years. Not very good at all. When they doubled up with receiver K.J. Hamler in the second round, I was shocked. A team that has a ton of holes. You're going to get two receivers with those first two picks. I do like center... Lloyd Cushenberry out of LSU. I think they needed a center there. But overall, I give him an A-. minus. I like Jerry Judy there. I think he's the top receiver in the draft. I don't think you can help out Drew Locke enough for a guy that already struggled last year. He needs all the help he can get. Chiefs, they won the Super Bowl. They had the last pick in the first round. What do you think about their draft? I tell you what, I like what the Kansas City Chiefs did. It's never easy picking last. And, of course, when you win the Super Bowl, you'll take that trade. You'll sit there in a second and say – Go ahead. I will go ahead and win the Super Bowl every single year if it means I'm picking last. We've seen the Patriots do it forever. 
for the Chiefs, I thought they did a good job. I thought they helped out their running back needs and also the way their offense runs. They're always looking for a new way to get in the end zone, and now you have a running back out of LSU. I'll let you talk a little bit more about him, but a guy that is great at receiving the ball and great at getting yards after the catch. Very good running back in Clyde Edwards-Hilaire out of LSU. Wasn't used much. No injury history. He learned from Leonard Fournette. Going to be interesting to see what he does with Patrick Mahomes in that offense. They waited to take secondary and linebacker in the second and third round. Kind of interesting when they took these picks. Their linebacker, Willie Gay, has character issues, missed eight games due to suspension. And tackle Lucas Yang missed the season because of injuries. I don't know how they're going to play in the NFL, but they are profile picks that uh, they're looking to build on. One thing I'll say about the Chiefs, even though they won the Super Bowl, I think by their draft, they're already a better team than they were last year. And one of the things that makes you believe the Chiefs are going to be good for a number of years. Not only do we know Patrick Mahomes is great, but the fact that Patrick Mahomes is saying he's right now in his career just learning how to read defenses, that he has no idea. Everything's been reaction, which is unheard of at the NFL level to say, I'm going to try and sneak the ball in here. Now that he's learning to read defenses, how good will this guy be in the next few years? The ceiling's the limit for him with uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to be another toy for him to hand the ball off to. Raiders, your team, what do you think of their draft? Raiders, I love the pick. And, of course, as I told you before, I wanted Jerry Judy. I would have been fine if they got Henry Ruggs the third. I understand why they went with that pick. Henry Ruggs, of course, is extremely fast. As I told you last week, I've always been a fan of Henry Ruggs the third because he was the guy that wore your jersey number after you left Alabama. The fact that he wore number 11 always made me pay attention to him. Great story off the field as far as why he plays so hard and why he plays for his best friend who unfortunately passed away while he was in high school, who told him, even though you're a basketball player, he said, I had a dream you were going to play in the NFL. Henry Ruggs thought he was crazy. And here you are, Henry Ruggs, first-round pick, first-ever pick by the Las Vegas Raiders. I love the pick, and again, they picked again in the, the first round when they got Damon Arnett, the cornerback from Ohio State. I had him going in the first round of the Chiefs. 100% fine with what the Raiders did. They did get a little bit wide receiver crazy. They got three of them in this draft. It was uh, it was, it was interesting picks by the Raiders and the way they went. But they, uh, I think the Raiders are a little bit better, a little bit more exciting as far as which way they're going. And I think for John Gruden, who loves offense, the Raider fans are going to be extremely happy. Yeah, you could tell they were looking for speed in that first, second, and third round. They got three great athletes in rugs, Arnett, and Wayne uh, Lynn Bowden Jr. out of Kentucky. He can play receiver, running back, and quarterback, a guy that can do it all. Then Henry Ruggs looks like a Tyreek Hill-like ability over there at receiver. I think he's going to be great for the Raiders coming up this year. You know what? It's funny. When you look at what the Raiders are doing, as you said, the Tyreek Hill point, and we all know that Tyreek Hill creates major mismatches for defenses, but you mentioned a player from Kentucky that plays three positions on the field at one time, like Taysom Hill does for the Saints and when you sit there and go well how do you sit there and adapt if you're a defense is that the way the NFL is going do you think that every team is going to start to have that guy that kind of that hybrid that can play more than one position on offense I definitely think that's the way the NFL is going Jalen Hurts going the Eagles which we're going to talk about he might be something like that too that can play receiver running back and quarterback be hard for defenses to scheme against those type of guys so out of those teams right there looking at your picks right now when you're giving out grades which team in the AFC West had the best draft I think the Broncos have the best draft. Jerry Judy, the best receiver in the draft. You can't argue with him as the best player taken in the first round by these teams. All right, want to move on to the AFC South. You look, start off, we'll start off with the Houston Texans. Houston Texans, as we know, they moved around a little bit because DeAndre Hopkins was traded to the Cardinals and they need some help at wide receiver. They need some help as far as making that team a little bit stronger and want to make a run. They have a great quarterback in Watson. What about the Houston Texans? They didn't have a first-round pick. 
They didn't have a first-round pick because they traded it to Miami for Laramie Tunsil. They addressed their two biggest needs at D-tackle and linebacker. I think they did what they needed to do by addressing their holes, but I would give it a B, just good, not great. You know, it's funny. With O'Brien, I'm just not a fan. I'm just not a fan of the Texans. Uh, To me, I'm not a fan of J.J. Watt, the way he behaves. I'm not sure if he's a phony. I know he's been the NFL man of the year, but, man, it would say – like Kurt Schilling, red light Kurt, always looks for the camera. J.J. Watt is red light J.J. I mean, he looks like he's always looking for the camera. He looks like he wants to be the ultimate pitch man, maybe the Peyton Manning type guy when he's done playing football, but I'm, I'm not a Texans fan. I'm not a Texans fan at all. When you, tell, when you can see that the run receiver, excuse me, and DeAndre Hopkins never spoke to his coach as a friend, I mean, I think that's a huge red flag. I don't like the Texans at all. They're not going to help out DeAndre Hopkins – excuse me, Deshaun Watson. I think it's a huge issue over there in Houston. All right, Indianapolis Colts. We all know Phillip Rivers is there now. A lot of people in San Diego to be rooting for number 17 with the Colts. The Colts also did not have a first-round pick. Their first pick of the draft came at 34 when they took wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr. out of USC. They needed playmakers on that offense. Michael Pittman Jr. was a great pick. They also got Jonathan Taylor, the running back out of Wisconsin. They need to play makers for Phillip Rivers. They picked him up in the second and third round. I think they did a phenomenal job. I give them an A-. minus. What do you think about the Colts? In the fourth round, they grabbed Jacob Eason from Washington. It looks like he's going to be that guy that's going to study underneath Phillip Rivers for a year or two, and then they're willing to hand the reins over to him. Jacob Eason, what are your thoughts? I think it's an interesting pickup. I'm not sold on Jacob Eason. He lost out to Jake Fromm at Georgia. He has a ton of ability, but I don't see him as a franchise quarterback at the next level. Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars had had their pick in the first round. It was number nine. They went cornerback C.J. Henderson from Florida. C.J. Henderson is a phenomenal player. They also got Calavion Chase on to go with them, to go with him, excuse me, two day one starters on their defense. You can see where their mind was at. They also got LaVisca Chenault out of Colorado, a big-time receiver. I like what the Jaguars did. I gave them an A. They're starting their rebuild. All they need is a big-time quarterback. They do, and I think the big-time quarterback is going to come next year when they pick number one overall. I think the Jags are completely tanking this season. I think they're trying to get Trevor Lawrence with that number one overall pick, and I think when you look at their draft this year, everything sets up for that team to struggle on offense. Yeah, I agree. I don't think their offense is going to be good enough at all to come out of last place that division. I think they're going to lose for Lawrence, and that's all they need is a quarterback on that team. Last team in the AFC South, it's the Tennessee Titans. Again, they made it to the AFC Championship game a year ago. They picked at number 29 in the first round. They took Isaiah Wilson, tackle from Georgia. They did a great job at replacing Jack Conklin at tackle right there with Isaiah Wilson. I thought it was a little bit of a reach at that spot. I think they could have waited till the second round, but they addressed a need right there with Isaiah Wilson. They followed up with a very good corner in Christian Fulton from LSU. He gives them death at the sec- in the secondary. They gave him a B-plus overall for the Titans. I think their team's going to be very good this year. I think they're the favorites to win the AFC South. I tell you, when you look at coaches, as I met, ripped Bill O'Brien a second ago, Mike Rabel's that guy that you want to play for. I mean, the guy puts the pads on still, lets players hit him around a little bit. He's a Super Bowl champ. He's close to the player's age. It wasn't that long ago when he played. He's the kind of guy that if you're an NFL player, you go, that guy knows what it's like. He knows what it's like when your body hurts. He knows what it's like in the fourth quarter when you're tired. He's the kind of guy that that I'm a huge fan of, and the Titans always screw up their coaches. But I think that finally that organization is headed in the right direction. I think Mike Vrabel is there to stay for the long term. Like you said, his players love him. They love to play for him. I like the Titans this year to go deep into the playoffs. All right, let's go uh, to the AFC North. AFC North, we'll start with the Cincinnati Bengals. They're the number one overall pick in the draft. No surprise, they took quarterback Joe Burrow out of LSU. What do you think about the rest of their draft? 
I like the rest of their draft. They got T. Higgins, a guy that knows how to win as well. I think when you get a quarterback and a receiver that are both young, they learn how to play with each other, just like a pitcher and a catcher. They're going to develop something great there in Cincinnati, like A.J. Green and Andy Dalton had there for a little bit. What do you think of their draft? I thought the draft was very good. I know I'm not the one giving out grades today, but to me that that's an A draft. I thought the Bengals did a great job. They, it's one of the worst-run organizations in the history of sports. The Bengals are always known for being cheap and messing things up. I don't know if Joe Burrow is a, a, a basically a flash in the pan. He's had one good year of college football, maybe the greatest year in college football. I mean, talk about the Hall of Fame. He should be in the College Football Hall of Fame automatically just off of what he did at LSU last year. But uh, for the Bengals and a franchise that has always struggled, I thought they had a great weekend. They definitely had a great weekend. I think they're a team that's probably not going to compete this year, but they took a step in the right direction to compete for years to come. Next up, the Cleveland Browns. I like what they did. I gave them an A. They took Jedrick Wills with their first pick to protect Baker Mayfield, and Grant Dell paid a safety in the second round to reunite with Greedy Williams in the back end. They drafted four SEC players in the first three rounds. I love teams that draft good players from good conferences. What do you think the Browns draft? I thought the Browns did a good job. I thought uh, I think a lot of people thought Odell Beckham Jr. was going to be traded before the draft. They didn't do any reaches. I thought they went the safe picks. They went with, obviously, a, a player from Alabama with the first pick. In the second round, as you said, Grant Delpit from LSU. Two guys that understand winning. Guys that walk out of college with championship rings. Understand that losing is unacceptable. There's a good chance that many of these guys that you're seeing with the Browns or the Bengals will end up in their first year in the NFL losing more games than they lost in four years combined in college. Crazy. It is crazy. But you know what? It's great to be surrounded by winners and build an organization that's used to having guys in the locker room that want to win games or are used to winning games. Absolutely. I think the Browns, people think they're cursed, but when you bring in these big-time players from Alabama, LSU, they're bound to win eventually in the NFL level. Next up, the Baltimore Ravens, a very interesting team. What do you think of their draft? Baltimore Ravens, to me, killed it. I, honestly, I could say the Ravens, I think, did the best job. And the Ravens were an outstanding team a year ago. We all know Lamar Jackson was the MVP. Mark Ingram at running back was great, but he's been in the league a long time right now. For the Ravens, Odyssey Newsom has ran that draft for years. He has stepped aside. He's no longer the guy making these draft picks. But for the Ravens, man, for a team that I think people arguably would have said all year long was the best team in the NFL, even though they didn't win the Super Bowl, I think they got even better. Even better, right? J.K. Dobbins is a big-time running back to go along with Mark Ingram, like you said. And Patrick Queen, do-it-all linebacker, I would love to see what he's going to do in that Ravens system. The Ravens continue to draft well, like you said. They always take big players from big conferences. I like what they did here. They got an A in my draft grade. Pittsburgh Steelers next up. Pittsburgh Steelers, to me, the best-run organization in the entire NFL. Always do a great job. Always grab guys that some people maybe pass on in the first round. Or you wonder, hey, how come you didn't grab that guy? He was right there. As we know with the NFL draft, as you give out grades today, we won't know the, the true answer to these grades for another two to three years, which guys actually become big-time players, guys you never heard of before. You just mentioned how the Ravens grab guys that are from big-time conferences and have had success. The Steelers don't always do that, yet they've had a tremendous amount of success. Tremendous amount of success. They actually got a lot of flack for trading their first-round pick to Miami for Minka Fitzpatrick. How did that work out? Worked yeah. out great. He made the yes. Pro Bowl. Sorry not to cut you off, but they added a lot of help this year with Notre Dame's uh, wide receiver and Chase Claypool. They needed help at receiver. I gave them an overall B, but like you said, the best-run organization in the NFL. I like what they did this year as well. 
AFC East, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, a team that I think is obviously on, on the uprise, a team that's getting better. Josh Allen, I'll tell you, if we did this draft a, a few years ago, I would have told you I was not a fan of Josh Allen. I thought he was a big arm that didn't have enough big-time experience against quality defenses. But, man, he has surprised me. He's a, he's a gamer. He's a guy that can run with that big body, has a big-time strong arm. And who knows? A lot of think Charger fans would say Justin Herbert. Hopefully he's Josh Allen. But I'm telling you right now, when you look at, at Josh Allen and what they're doing in Buffalo, you talk about a great football city. It's nice to see that maybe the Bills are going to be the new kings of the AFC East with the Patriots taking a step backwards. I think this is the year they take over the AFC East. I think they have one of the best rosters in the NFL. They did a great job again this year. I gave them an A. They took de uh, defensive end A.J. Espinaza to go along with Ed Oliver. And they also took running back Zach Moss out of Utah, who's a big-time performer, over 4,000 yards. I thought it was a little bit interesting. They took Jake Fromm later on in the draft. What do you think about that pick? The Jake Fromm pick, I'm surprised that he went all the way into the fifth round. I mean, this is a guy, again, played in the national championship game as a freshman. He's the guy that took Jacob Eason's job. He's the reason Eason had to transfer to Washington, yet all of a sudden it comes out that Fromm doesn't have the NFL arm. I never saw a problem with Fromm's arm. I, I, that was the first time I heard about it was this weekend. And the other thing about Fromm, you pointed this out to me while we were watching the draft, when he was at Georgia last year, he had horrible wide receivers. Yeah, one of the worst wide receiver uh, groups in all of college football last year. I think he got screwed in this draft. I think he's much better than a fifth-round quarterback. I think it's going to be interesting if he ever takes over for Josh Allen down the line. Next up, the Miami Dolphins. I gave them a B in my draft. They took quarterback Tua Tungavailoa, who might be the best quarterback in all the draft, but they passed up on C.D. Lamb to take a project at tackle with Austin Jackson. What do you think about the Miami Dolphins? I probably would have helped him out a little bit. I probably would have gone C.D. Lamb. I would have gone wide receiver. Austin Jackson, again, he's a guy I had it going in the first round, but listening to guys who do this for a living, who uh, study the draft constantly, they say Austin Jackson's a guy that needs help as far as he's a guy that's not 100% ready to go. He's not ready to play in the NFL right now, needs to get a little bit stronger, and needs to be a guy that develops a little bit more skills to play offensive tackle in the NFL. I understand what they're doing, looking for protection for him, meaning Tua, but I love what the Dolphins are doing, and I think in a couple of years that division is going to be fought out between the Bills and the Dolphins, and uh, I, I think Brian Flores is doing a fantastic job. Doing a phenomenal job. Some pretty good young quarterbacks in that division. Next up, the New York Jets. They took Mekhi Becton with their first pick at 11, a tackle. Passed up on Tristan Wirfs. Many people thought that was interesting when a receiver was still available. What do you think about the Jets? Uh, you know, the Jets are kind of stuck. I mean, they have so many holes on that team. And Adam Gase, of course, their coach, who hasn't done exactly what people thought. He'd come in with that offensive mind. When he left the Bears and he went to the Dolphins and it didn't exactly work out, now he's in the Jets in their own division. And you say, well, you need a tackle. So, you, okay, Becton's the guy who's just a, a mammoth of a man. They end up getting the wide receiver at Denzel Mims, but maybe they could have got a better wide receiver there. Maybe someone that's a big difference maker. Wide receiver is a tough position to pick in the NFL draft. And as we all know, more wide receivers were taken in this draft than any previous drafts. But for the Jets, the one thing when the draft wasn't live, meaning in Las Vegas with the commissioner standing there, the Jets fans always find a way, no matter where they put it, to boo the hell out of the commissioner. I kind of missed that, <laughs> that part of it. Yeah, I missed that part, too. I gave the Jets a B-plus for what you said. Denzel Mims, maybe they should have traded up and got another receiver. They need so much help on that roster. I don't like their team very much. Sam Darnold, I'm not a fan of it all as well. The next team, your favorite team, the New England Patriots, what do you think about their draft? I hated their draft. I hated the draft. And I know Bill Belichick sits there and says, I look for guys that fit into my system. It doesn't mean they have to be the best 
overall football players. Like he's he's not the kind of guy that would have grabbed an Isaiah Simmons, right? He's no. the kind of guy though. Where do these guys fit in our system? All of a sudden, the Patriots, knowing Brady is gone and Gronk is gone, and seeing that they lost at home to the Titans in the playoffs, the Patriots don't seem so mighty anymore. And so for Belichick, this is a chance to prove how good is he. He's never been, to me, a good draft guy. You know, how many guys through all these Super Bowls are going to make it to the Hall of Fame one day? Whereas, you know, they're running on ESPN all weekend long, old Super Bowls. And the difference of the Cowboys and the Steelers when they match up in the Super Bowls, the guys who win, even though it could be just one play, all those guys end up going in the Hall of Fame. And the loser, man, you don't get recognized, even though they're extremely talented. The Patriots are so unusual to dominate for two decades and then to have only a few guys that will make it in the Hall of Fame is, is so bizarre. I think the Patriots right now are, are in a little bit of trouble, and I think a lot of people in the NFL are saying it's about time. I've hated the Patriots for years, and, and let's see what happens. And I think a lot of people are rooting for Tom Brady in Tampa, saying they want to see Bill Belichick struggle. Right now, there's a major problem in New England today with a kicker that they drafted, which was surprising they drafted a kicker, but he has tattoos that represent what white supremacists were. And so now you have a major problem where – People are the guy hasn't played one game, put a uniform on, and people are all questioning who is this guy and what's going on. It almost looked like they tried to botch this draft. They got Division Two safety with their first pick, mind blowing. I don't understand what they're doing over there. Are they trying to lose to get Trevor Lawrence as well? I don't know if he's going to put his pride to the side and. It doesn't take. seem like Bill Belichick to tank, does it? I don't think so at all either. But this draft was just confusing to say the least. They already had two safeties on their roster, and they took a Division Two safety, as I said in the second round. Didn't make much sense. I don't like their draft at all. I gave them an F. It gave them an F. I'm with you, and I know it's the Patriots, but it's hard. But it, tell you what, it feels like it's one of those teams you have to give an F to. So that does it for the AFC. We'll jump to the NFC. I know there are a lot of NFC fans, of course, Cowboy fans all over the place, and you have Ram fans just, of course, right here in Southern California. We'll start in the same direction that we went last time. We started with the AFC West. This time we're going to start with the NFC West. When you look at the NFC West, there's so much competition there. I mean, it's kind of amazing that two years ago the Rams were in the Super Bowl. Then you had the Chief, then you had the 49ers playing the Chiefs in this year's Super Bowl. Seahawks are known as a Super Bowl team. And the Cardinals are only getting better. When you look at what happened in the NFC West, where do you want to start? I'd like to start with the Cardinals. They took Isaiah Simmons with their first pick, the second-best defensive player in this draft by most. I gave them an A. And then they got a first-round tackle in the third round with Josh Jones out of Houston. I think they did a very good job to protect Kyler Murray. What do you think about their draft? I thought the draft was very good. They needed help, obviously, to protect Kyler Murray. Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons, to me, is a guy that is questionable. And the reason I say that he's questionable is we know he's a workout warrior. He's just a freak of nature. He almost looks like a bigger, stronger version of Derwin James. And Derwin James I'm a huge fan of. I think he's a future defensive player of the year for the Chargers. But – Isaiah Simmons, right now he's listed as a linebacker, could play safety, could be that hybrid that you see guys move all over. As we know, the NFL has gotten away from the big, strong guys. They've gotten more into the guys with the basketball bodies, with the long arms and a little bit more speed. Uh, Isaiah Simmons will be the big question if this draft is successful or not for Arizona. But right now, that, that program, that organization is going in the right direction. Absolutely. Cliff Kingsbury's house shows it. I mean, they have everything going. <laughs> Something else, wasn't it? Did you see uh, Tyrone Matthews said, uh, Tyrone said, no wonder they couldn't pay me. It was, it was, <laughs> it, when he tweeted that out, it made me laugh. But it, the, his house was by far the best house of the draft. Unbelievable. The Rams, your actual favorite team next up. I give them B B+. They filled a need at running back and receiver with Cam Akers and Van Jefferson. 
I give them only a B plus because J.K. Dobbins and Denzel Mims were available. But like you said, in two to three years, we'll see how good those guys turn out. What do you think about the Rams? I tell you what, I like the Rams draft a lot. And, and when they started trading away first-round picks like crazy, which they've done because they were going for last year to try and get back into it, guys like Jalen Ramsey they acquired. Cam Akers is unbelievable. Florida State's not a very good team. Florida State has done a very good job of putting quality running backs in the NFL. And I tell you what, I love the fact that they got somebody to replace Gurley right away. They needed it. Cam Akers being available is fantastic. We all saw Sean Jefferson here in San Diego. Van Jefferson, his son, who was drafted in the second round, 57th overall out of Florida. They were talking about he runs great routes. Well, no kidding. His dad's probably been teaching him routes since the day he was born. And the one thing about that Rams receiving crew, not only do they have weapons that tie it in, they have two outstanding wide receivers. They got rid of Cooks. They traded him away to the Texans. And so when you see his opportunity to play early, if he can sit there and hold on to the ball, I think that's going to be the exact plan. I think both these guys at the beginning jump in and they get valuable playing time for the Rams this year. But my guy that I picked at the end of last week's show, the guy said, who's the one guy that we haven't spoken about that we think is going to be great? It's Terrell Lewis from Alabama. He's an edge rusher. And he listened to all these Alabama guys that were drafted in the first round saying, we can't stop him in practice. You told me when you were there, nobody can stop this guy. His big problem has been health. If he can stay healthy, he's the kind of guy, Josh, call me crazy if you listen to this in a few years. He's the kind of guy that could get 20 sacks in a year. That good. 20 sacks in a year. Absolutely. I think he's an absolute freak, like I said last show. As a freshman, 18 years old, they could not block him. I'm talking about Cam Robinson, a second-round pick that should have won in the first round. Jonah Williams, a first-round pick. They could not block him at 18 years old. He was the best edge rusher at Alabama straight out of high school, an absolute freak. If he can stay healthy for the Rams, watch out. Seattle Seahawks. Again, the Seahawks are a team that's always very good. It all starts with Russell Wilson, but they've gotten rid of a lot of guys, and at the same time, people wonder, what does Pete Carroll have left in the tank? Again, very competitive division in the NFC West. Seattle Seahawks, what do you think? I think they reached. I gave them a C. I think Jordan Brooks in the first round and Darrell Taylor in the second round. They filled a need at outside linebacker in DN, but they just reached with those picks. I don't like them at all. I don't think the Seahawks have a very good roster, and they haven't for a while. Russell Wilson needs more help on that offense, and they didn't get it. No, they didn't. And it's funny, Seattle almost put in the same category as I do the Patriots, a team that I feel never really drafts well. I was really excited when they got Penny from San Diego State a few years ago, and unfortunately his NFL career, he has not looked very good. He has been a disappointment as far as a running back drafted in the first round. But the Seahawks, again this year, their first pick was at 27 and not pleased with anything that the Seahawks did in this draft. Not at all. No, none of these guys are game changers. I don't think the Seahawks are going to be better than third in that division this year. As you mentioned, the best division in the NFL with the NFC champion, the San Francisco 49ers. What do you think about their draft? 49ers were great. I, I tell you what, really impressed with John Lynch Jr. They, he has done a fantastic job. I mean, a lot of times these guys who leave the NFL as players jump in, and we've seen John Elway who has struggled. I understand he has the Super Bowl ring, but that came from because he signed Peyton Manning. I mean, otherwise, you look at the Broncos drafts over the years and you say he's gotten a few guys, but not enough guys to say, why haven't you staying dominant? The 49ers, to me, had the kind of draft that keeps them right in the conversation of why this team is going to be dominant for years to come. Absolutely. I gave them an A. They replaced DeForest Buckner with J Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina, but then passed up on C.D. Lamb. But who knows? They got Brandon Ayuk, who could be even better than C.D. Lamb. Later he's a freak, in the first, isn't he? He's a freak out of Arizona State. He could be better than him. We'll see in two to three years. But then they got Trent Williams. 
Trent Williams, probably the best tackle in the NFL to replace Joe Staley, an absolute baller to help out Jimmy G over there. How does that happen? I mean, honestly, when you want to talk about the draft, you might as well put there that in there that they basically had another first-round pick. I mean, they got really arguably the best tackle in all of the NFL to help a team that went to the Super Bowl a year ago. The best tackle to help out the best team. I really like the 49ers going back to the Super Bowl. NFC South, let's move on to the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers, they got a new coach, and obviously he's an offensive-minded coach. And so when you look at Matt Rule coming in from Baylor, you're thinking they're going to go offense. That's not what they did at all. I like the Panthers draft. I gave them an A. They got big-time help on the D-line with Derek Brown and Yuter Grossmatos. I really like their team. I really like their defense rebuilding. I don't think they're going to be a team that competes this year, but they're heading in the right direction. It's funny. You mentioned the first two guys they drafted. To me, when you look at their second pick in the second round, when they took Jeremy Chin, the safety, he's another guy that a lot of people thought could have been a first-round pick. I'm not a bad draft at all by Carolina. I give Matt Rule a lot of credit. and The guys who are running the Carolina Panthers organization, a great job. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is kind of funny because – for years, it's always been on ESPN when you flip on at 3 o'clock on the West Coast for SportsCenter. No matter what's going on with the Cowboys, they're the team that has, let's get that report. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is always one of those sleepy teams in the league, all of a sudden it's not a sleepy team. You have Tom Brady, you have Robert Gronkowski. You have an offense that has done pretty well. You have Bruce Arians, a big-time head coach. All of a sudden, Tampa Bay is going to get a ton of publicity. Did they get better? They got a lot better. They got the best tackle in this draft, in my opinion, in Tristan Wirfs. A little bit interesting, they passed up on J.K. Dobbins and Cam Akers to go with safety, Antoine Winfield Jr. We'll see how that pans out, but that offense is going to be very dynamic. They're going to be right there with the Saints to take it all. Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are one of those teams to me, Josh, are the hardest team to figure out in the NFL, meaning wins and losses. There are two teams in football that I never place bets on, Michigan and the Atlanta Falcons. I can never figure out what the Falcons are doing. They always look loaded to me, and you never know if they're a playoff team or if they're a last-place team with the Atlanta Falcons. Did the Falcons get better? They got better, but they reached as well. I gave them a B-. minus. They took A.J. Terrell in the first round at cornerback because they needed a cornerback. I would have traded back and got more picks. They only had six picks in this draft. I don't like the Falcons' defense to compete much this year, but their offense can be very dynamic. I keep waiting for one of those Clemson defenders to come out and be a big-time NFL player. I can't remember the last one that I was impressed with. Cornerback A.J. Terrell from Clemson, maybe he'll be that guy. Again, he's played in big-time games. He's used to winning championships and being one of the top teams in college football. You know there's a competitive edge, but can he sit there and bring it to the NFL level? New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints to Drew Brees, who more than likely has said this is his last year. Jameis Winston was signed today to a one-year contract. Taysom Hill signed to a two-year contract today. So the Saints are making a run for Drew Brees to get back to the Super Bowl, and they showed it in the draft. Great teams have great drafts. The Saints once again had a great draft. I gave them an A-. minus. They didn't get depth at receiver or corner, but they added protection for Drew Brees and center Cesar Ruiz out of Michigan, and they traded up in the third round for a game-changer in Zach Bond at outside linebacker. I like what they did at this year's draft. I like the Saints' moves. I like the Saints to compete again for the NFC title. If you're Drew Brees right there, you have to be pleased that they got your protection, right? I mean, you, you, got, you got a center to get your protection in Cesar Ruiz, whereas the Packers will get to them a little bit in a second, but – if you're breezy, like this organization is doing everything they can to make sure that I have an opportunity to win. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, we're going to jump to his division right now. We'll jump to the NFC North. NFC North, always an interesting division. We have the Bears, the Lions, the Packers, the Vikings. Which team do you want to start with? I want to start with the Packers. Okay. Because you mentioned Aaron Rodgers. I gave them an F. They had the worst draft 
out of everyone. Their number one need coming into this draft was receiver. How many did they draft? I'm going to go with zero. They drafted zero. Makes, <laughs> not, <laughs> makes no sense whatsoever. And then they added a third running back in A.J. Dillon instead of getting a receiver with that pick. I don't understand what they're doing in Green Bay. They obviously don't care about Aaron Rodgers. Very strange. Very strange. And right now, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you know you want to go to the media and complain. You know, he, you know he's complaining to Danica, saying this is insane. They drafted a guy in the first round in Jordan Love. That's not going to play unless Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. We said it before. You and I, neither one of us were Love fans. But, man, I did not see Jordan Love going to the Packers. I'm sure neither did Aaron Rodgers. The stat that they put out, how many times have the Packers drafted a wide receiver in the first round over the last 30 years is zero? The fact that they haven't drafted a running back in the first round in the last 30 years is zero. I don't know what the Packers are doing. The Cheeseheads, again, were one game away from going to the Super Bowl. They did not get better this weekend. Not at all. I don't like them competing this year. They were terrible in a lot of games last year that they lost. I think the Charger game proved that they weren't a very good team. And when you saw them against the 49ers in the playoffs, you could see how many holes they really had. Is that funny how they got killed on the West Coast? Every time the Packers to play the 49ers twice and the Chargers, they, they got blown out. Just were horrible on the West Coast. Next team, we'll go Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings have done a fantastic job in recent years with the draft. The Vikings, a matter of fact, have held on to 61% of the players they have drafted that fill up that roster right now, which shows they usually know what they're doing. They had a pick a couple years ago that I thought was going to be a star, completely missed. I thought wide receiver Laquan Treadwell out of Ole Miss was a lock to be maybe not only a pro bowler, but maybe the next like Chris Carter type guy. Completely disappointed in what happened to him, but the Vikings always seem to recover and do a great job. The Vikings usually have one of the best drafts, and once again this year they did again. I gave them an A. They immediately addressed the departures of Stephon Diggs and Xavier Rhodes with first-round picks Justin Jefferson and Jeff Gladney, receiver and cornerback. They did a great job. I think their team's very good. The best team in this division by far. I don't think the Packers are going to be there with the Vikings this year. I think the Vikings are there to compete with the 49ers and the Saints. Chicago Bears next up. Chicago Bears, of course, a big-time fan base. The Bears, though, have been one of those teams that's been disappointing. I mean, look at all the Super Bowls that we've been through, and they talk about the 85 Bears like they won 10 in a row. It was one great season for the Bears, and still they're waiting to get back to the Super Bowl and win it because when they went back, remember when it was uh, it was the Bears against the Colts and Peyton Manning won in the rain? The Bears have not been that organization that everybody talks about as being a glorious organization in the Super Bowl era. For the Chicago Bears, do they make a jump to the next step to not only win this division, but to compete for a Super Bowl? Not even close. Boring. The Chicago Bears. That's <laughs> the first word I think of when I think of the Bears. Boring. I give them a C-. minus. They reached on a tight end, which was strange because they have six already on their roster. They could have went with a safety. Delpit, Winfield, and Chin were all available, and they decided to go with a sixth tight end. I don't understand. They need to help a receiver, too. Of course, they don't care. A C-. minus. I don't like the Bears at all. Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles, it doesn't matter. They're not going to win. This last team here in the division is interesting to me because they've been a joke. I mean, they're right there, meaning the Lions, the Chargers, the Browns, teams that haven't done really well, haven't won a Super Bowl. The Lions are one of those teams, even when they had Barry Sanders and they struggled when they had him and they had Megatron, the Lions are that team that struggles. I want to ask you, what do you think about not only their picks, but I'll tell you what I think first on what I like. I love the fact they went with the big-time schools. You see Ohio State, Georgia, Notre Dame, Ohio State again. You see Wisconsin. You're seeing Ohio State again, and you're seeing Utah. They went with the big-time schools in this draft. Did the Lions get better? They got a lot better. Gave them an A. 
if you can tell me you get the best player at two different positions, cornerback and Jeff Okuda and running back and DeAndre Swift, you get an A. They did a great job. As you said, the recipe for winning is getting big-time players from big schools. The Lions did that. They did it. I tell you what, uh, very impressed. Matt Patricia, again, they seem to love him in Detroit. People want to know if he's a little bit crazy. You look at that coaching tree that Bill Belichick has, usually not very good. But Matt Patricia is a guy that seems like he has the Lions finally on the right track. Now, here you go. NFC East. The reason I saved the NFC East till last is because the NFC East is the only division in all of the NFL where every team in that division has won a Super Bowl. Interesting. And so when you look at the NFCs, the first team you think about is those Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys, my least favorite team in the NFL because I have a <laughs> lot of friends that are Cowboy fans. Everybody has a lot of friends that are Cowboy yeah. fans. They did a good job, though. I give them an A-. minus. They gave Dak another weapon in C.D. Lamb, and they took a cornerback in Trayvon Diggs who's either going to be really good or not very good at all. I saw him a lot at Alabama. He has a lot of potential, but he's very inconsistent. As I said, an A-. minus. What do you think about the Cowboys draft? The Cowboys draft didn't surprise me. As soon as I saw C.D. Lamb from Oklahoma sitting there, I was like, Jerry Jones is going to grab this guy. And not only did they need help at wide receiver, of course. you know They lost Randall Cobb, but C.D. Lamb's an upgrade. And, and obviously you want weapons on that offensive side of the ball. You want to help Dak and show him that you're serious about making him an elite quarterback. You have Amari Cooper on one side. You'll have C.D. Lamb on the other side outstanding you got maybe the best running back in the game or arguably one of the top three best running backs in the game and Ezekiel Elliott the Cowboys always seem to be a talented team with a talented roster but they come up short all the time so it'll be it'll be one of those teams we're going to watch a lot of because again they play the max amount of TV games that the NFL will allow because they know the audience is gigantic there's a reason why all these Cowboy guys once they retire they end up becoming broadcasters and and move on because they already have that name. You put that star on the side of your helmet, everybody knows who you are. New York Giants. The New York Giants, a team that has done very well with winning uh, multiple Super Bowls. I believe the Giants have four Super Bowl championships. When you look at the Giants, do you like their move? I like it. I gave them an A-. minus. The first surprise pick in the draft with Andrew Thomas at four, but he's good. He's really good. He was great at Georgia, and they followed that up with the best safety in the draft at Xavier McKinney to go along with Jabril Peppers, a safety I'm not fond of, but Xavier McKinney I'm very fond of. He's the best safety in this draft. He's going to make an immediate impact in the NFL and A-minus for the Giants. I tell you what, when you look at Andrew Thomas and they grabbed him at four, I think a lot of people were surprised. We said that we thought Andrew Thomas was going to go to the Buccaneers. We, You and I both agreed we thought Tristan Wirfs was the best tackle, but they thought Thomas from Georgia was the best one. But I'm telling you, that pick right there at 36 is the one to me that stands out that you're going to go. Xavier McKinney, how the hell did he last to the second round? The New York Giants completely won. Remember the last safety they had from Alabama was Landon Collins. Xavier McKinney is an outstanding player. Absolutely. The best safety in this draft. I was shocked to find out that he lasted till the second round. Next up, the Washington Redskins. In my opinion, they took the best defensive player in this draft with Chase Young. I gave them a B. The only reason I gave them a B is because they passed up on Tua. I think banking on Dwayne Haskins is not the right move. I think Tua is going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, not sold on Dwayne Haskins at all. What do you think about their picks? You know, it's interesting that you said that. I think Chase Young, it's not a shot at Chase, because I think Chase Young right now, heading into the NFL, is the most ready NFL player right now. Like going from Ohio State to the Redskins, he's going to be the guy that's ready to play day one more than any one of these rookies. The deal is, we talked about it last week, the Redskins, people don't realize, had the number one defense in the NFL last year. So, yeah, they're going to be better. And, yeah, he might be a pro bowler and be a, be that much better to help this defense. 
but we've seen it before. We saw the Cardinals do it. They drafted Rosen in the first round one year, then came back and drafted Murray the next year because they saw a better quarterback. Without a quarterback, you have no chance of winning. Dwayne Haskins, to me, was extremely disappointing. Not only does he come in and tell Joe Theismann, hey, I want to wear your number, a number that's retired, and Joe Theismann is the most loved quarterback in Redskins history, but he comes in and he's lazy. And when I say he's lazy, you hear that over and over again. He wasn't paying attention to meetings. He wasn't game ready. He wasn't focusing when he was on the bench. And when he was a player, he, he was too involved in other things outside of the actual game. Completely the opposite of you've seen what a Drew Brees does, what a Tom Brady does, what it takes to be great at that position. Disappointed in Dwayne Haskins to the point where I would have said exactly what you did. You know what? If he's not our quarterback, then we're going to have to find one. Exactly. And who's not there anymore? Trent Williams to protect him. Yep. I would have traded back. Got some picks. There's so many holes on that Redskins team, especially that offense. Let's get some playmakers. Let's get the ball around the field. One of the most interesting drafts, if not the most interesting draft, the Philadelphia Eagles. I'll let you start off. I tell you what, the Eagles right there go, to me, worse than what the Patriots did. I can't understand one damn thing the, the Eagles did here, which is funny because Eagle fans always think they're getting ripped off. I'm telling you right now, looking at this draft today, I'm saying they had a horrible draft. They had a terrible draft that doesn't make any sense. Even when they drafted with uh, number 21 in the first round and they drafted wide receiver Jalen Rieger from TCU, you go, okay, fine, but is he a first-round pick? Whether the other teams are willing to say he's our guy too. Everybody in the NFL, 31 teams were shocked where they went with that pick. didn't make any sense. And uh, for me, if I was an Eagles fan, I'd be extremely disappointed what happened. Extremely disappointed. T. Higgins was there. Justin Jefferson was there. And you go with the guy you could have got in the third round, maybe. It doesn't make any sense to me. As as you said, he was going to be available when you reached. And then the biggest reach of the whole draft, and it made no sense at all, was Jalen Hurts in the second round. I love Jalen. He's a good quarterback. He was not meant to go to Philadelphia to back up Carson Wentz. I don't know what the plan is for him there. It made no sense to me at all. That's the only thing I can think of is when I saw Jalen going to Philadelphia was the Taysom Hill thing, meaning that – you never know what's going to happen on different options. We all know that Jalen's a very good runner. He's not fast like Lamar Jackson. He's extremely strong, though, and he's smart, and he can read a defense, and he knows where to go. He has hands if you have a situation, you're going to throw the ball to him. But, man, second round 53, when you're the Philadelphia Eagles and you need major help, and so many wide receivers were taken, and you don't have anybody that can catch a ball on that team, and you're going to sit there and go, we're going to wait till the fifth round to draft our second wide receiver. Very interesting. Uh, the Eagles – didn't understand their moves at all. Again, we won't know for a couple of years exactly how this draft plays out, but, man, if the Philadelphia Eagles end up having a tremendous amount of success off the 2020 draft, I'll be shocked. Absolutely shocked. I had a great time watching the draft. I had a great time doing these draft grades. I hope you guys like listening to it. The Dave and Jeff Show will be back tomorrow night. Thank you for having Josh Pelé sit in. Good night. That was a lot of fun, Josh. Thank you very much.